Welcome back to another episode of Tower After Hours. This is episode 63, and uh, if you were expecting a Danny voice, we're sorry to disappoint, but he got the call. He's going to Hollywood, the big leagues. Uh, We wish him the best, but the pod belongs to the content queens now. Yeah, girl. I'm Lily. And I'm Alex. And we are your new co-hosts. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And today we have a very special guest. We are joined by Marissa. So we asked Marissa to join us today because we're talking about personalities. How do we get along with different people in the workplace? How do we thrive with people who are different than us? So Marissa, tell us a little bit about your role at Tower. Well, hello. Um, I am the office administrator here at Tower. So I am the smiling face at the front and the coffee. Coffee. Coffee and candy supplier for all. Oh, yeah. She does does get the good snacks. It is true. It is true. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, my day is kind of filled with a lot of different things. I wear a lot of different hats, but I try my best to do it all. (laughs) And she does. Does it well. (laughs) She is the glue of tower marketing. (laughs) Nice. Well, that's why you're on the podcast today, because you wear so many different hats. And you also have the privilege of meeting us all before we join the team it is true so anytime there's a new position opening marissa gets to sit in she's the first impression (laughs) she's the first person i talked to she complimented my pants and i was like this girl is cool you got the job (laughs) you're feeling confident yeah so since you're the first impression and i feel like when we also first start a job we kind of have to blend our work personalities and our personal personalities so how do you feel that your personalities differ and why do you think they differ Hmm. i definitely think that coming to tower for me was like i was very intentional when i was coming Mm -hmm. here from my last job because my last job was definitely not the place i was the most comfortable or confident it was my first job out of college like I was still getting used to everything and I definitely worked with people who were very different from me mm-hmm. and um a lot of them were middle-aged men yes so <laughs> our favorite it was it was different it was a different work life that I had so I feel like I kind of like just kind of stayed to myself and did my thing but coming here I was like you know what I don't want to feel that way again, so I'm going to join all the Slack messages. I'm going to put myself Mm -hmm. out there, and I feel like it was just readily accepted by everybody, and everyone here was so kind, so it was easy to kind of, I don't know, open up a little bit Mm -hmm. more, and then also write my position in front of the office. I meet everyone that comes in here, so I definitely feel like I have to be a little more bubbly Mm -hmm. in the office than I probably am in my personal life, but I think it's just allowed me to kind of like be an overall like more excitable person because I get to do a lot of fun things here and like, I don't know, it's fun like seeing everyone's reaction to like the different snacks and the different events that we do and like trying to make people smile. So it's not totally different from like how I am in my personal life, but I definitely try my best to kind of be a person that can make people smile every day. So yeah, that's kind of make a smile every day. That's true. (laughs) We were missing you on vacay. (laughs) I was on vacation last week and everything was fine when I came back. There were no fires. So that's good. But (laughs) (laughs) Alex, do you feel like you're, work personality is different than like 
your outside personality? I feel like when I first started, like how you were saying you were very outgoing, I feel like I was the opposite and I was like treading the waters. Mm. Like I would just react to Slack channels and I wouldn't like put my feedback or comments in. Um, But I feel like as I've been here longer, I'm starting to see that my personal personality is coming out which I don't necessarily know if that's like the greatest thing (laughs) like you just get so comfortable like I remember that one time I was in the front with a blanket and like slippers (laughs) on just working and it's like am I too comfortable here now like should there be a boundary between your personal and work personalities because it's like you are still in a professional setting that's a really good question like what kind of boundaries do you set for like yourself and then also when you're interacting with others in the workforce that are like different than Mm -hmm. boundaries you would set outside of work. Yeah, because I feel like, especially with the three of us, I feel like we're still pretty close friends just because we're all in like similar stages, but I'm not going to tell everyone my whole life story here and I'm not going to like share that. And I know you had kind of put like boundaries are so important. Um, I think that's also helpful too, like, especially if maybe something bad is happening in your personal life. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to bleed through your work life and, like, affect your working style. What do you think, Miss Lily? I don't know. I think it's when you're working with so many different personalities, you have to recognize, like, or get a read on the people that you're working with. Because, like, some people do better and like work better when they feel like they know Mm -hmm. more of your personality so they know some things about you outside of work that helps create this like connectedness Mm -hmm. and sometimes that helps people work better but there are other people who not that they're less personable but that they're not interested they don't want to know those things about you like they're worried about work and the task at hand so like sharing that information with certain people can sort of be kind of like a distraction and like they don't care and that's okay they don't have to care like at the end of the day we're here for work yeah that's a good um, point. so I don't know that's kind of like where yeah I definitely feel like co-workers are such a weird space between mm-hmm. like I see you every day I probably see you more than a lot of other people yes, in my life exactly but we're also like brought here for the same like work purpose like Mm -hmm. it's not like we're here because not that we're not passionate obviously at tower we are passionate because it's one of our core goals but we had to say that in our interviews (laughs) (laughs) it's just a reaction yeah um but obviously these aren't like the things that you know our hobbies or the things that we're like going out as like extracurriculars and doing and then bonding with people over that it's just we're all here to do a job and you just kind of hope for the best that Mm -hmm. the people you're doing it with are people that you enjoy and can connect with but it's not necessarily like you didn't pick and choose every single person that's here like you would your friend group so it's just like balancing people that aren't necessarily the people that you would like you know take with you for the rest of your life but yeah. they're a part of your life and yeah. a big part of it at yeah. that so in some aspects your co-workers are like your family like you didn't yeah. choose your family <laughs> but like you have to deal with them sometimes that's, a, that's <laughs> very true and at tower like we have a very open floor plan and mm-hmm. office space and there's also less than 
20 people in office every day. Yeah. So you're seeing them every day. You're seeing their reactions. Like if you can tell when there's like a bad day in the office, like yeah. it's quiet, you know, someone's like clanking on their keyboard <laughs> a little too loud and you're like, oh my God, like I can hear everything right now. Like I just, yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty important, especially in smaller agencies like this where yeah. you know everyone mm-hmm. and can see everyone. Yeah. And that's why I think boundaries are so important, Mm -hmm. especially in a workplace that's a little smaller because once you start overstepping those things and if you have anyone in your workplace that is like, I don't know, I've heard just from other workplaces and even here in the past, just like there can be toxic employees Mm -hmm. and that can like totally impact everyone else's feelings. Yeah, for sure. In the office when it's a small group. So you want to make sure that you're able to like, it's really on you like you shouldn't put that on anyone else but if you need to like only have certain interactions or just keep it work talk like Mm -hmm. that's something you have to do for yourself to make sure things stay cordial and like yeah don't bleed into like too many personal things and too many like unrelated things too so do you have any specific boundaries marissa that like you set for yourself in the workplace or are you just like talking more generally like I mean, I feel like there's definitely things that, like, I'm feeling it out with different people. I've been Mm -hmm. here for a year, so that's, like, a good amount of time to, like, get to know people. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, like you said, I'm not just going to unload, like, all of this, like, (laughs) history of my life to just, like, any person. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm getting to know you guys. I'm getting to know other people on the team that you know, you just build that trust and you build that familiarity and that allows me to feel a little more comfortable each time to, mm-hmm. like, be able to unlock a new, like, part of myself to someone else. Yeah. Like you would with anyone that you're building a relationship with. But then there's people that I'm like, you know what? They probably don't want to know about my life. They probably don't care. And yeah. that's fine. And that's just, like, something I'm realizing, too, as, like, I get a little bit older. It's, like, not everyone needs to care about you. Yeah. And not everyone's going to like you. Yes. <laughs> that was definitely a hard lesson to learn. And I feel like with like people that you're closer with at work, even when you're at work, you're not necessarily talking about like specific things. Mm -hmm. And so you just see each other outside of work and maybe that's when you talk about like more Mm -hmm. of your personal life. Yeah. So even still like the whole workplace is like professional and not as gossipy. Yeah. You don't want it to get messy. Yeah. No. So... I guess let's jump in and talk about what do you do when there's a situation where maybe you don't get along with someone that you're working closely with mm-hmm. a lot. Like how how do you as an employee try to figure out, okay, I have to spend time with this person. I can't avoid spending time with this person because we're working closely on this project. How can we navigate and figure out a way that we can be cordial with each other and get work done Mm -hmm. well if we're gonna talk about some of our strength finder results yeah girl (laughs) great segue i think that all of us had empathy in the top yes that was my top one yeah right lily did you have it too yeah i think that was my second okay so Empathy was the first thing that came to mind. And so that's one of the, like, the strength finder results that we use here at Tower to, like, help us understand ourselves better, understand our team, and where all of our strengths lie. Um, But empathy is one that 
is not necessarily easy, mm-hmm. but it's definitely one that I think is important when trying your best to connect with someone that you may just not have anything in common with. Like, and there's things that they do that rub you the wrong way. And there's just, you know, ways that they work are very different. And so trying to understand where are they coming from, what's like their history, their background, that maybe makes them work this way that's different from you what are the benefits of how they work compared to how you work like trying to find all the bright spots that allow Mm -hmm. you to be able to like fill in the gaps for each other if you are so different um and then with personal things that may impact your work life like you know you don't have to know every detail but if you know something that you know might be happening with them or something Mm -hmm. that might be harder for them in that stage of their life like giving them some grace in those moments yeah. too because we're all going to go through that and you would always hope that the other person is going to be able to treat you with kindness too so yeah it's not an easy feat mm-hmm. but I think it's one that's important when working with people that are just different than you yeah I feel like this is so cliche but even thinking like you have no idea especially in a work setting like you have really no idea what's happening in someone's personal life Mm -hmm. so if they're acting out or not like acting out like a fourth grader or something (laughs) (laughs) if they bit you (laughs) if they're just like not responsive not very communicative or like short with you um maybe it's just it's not you like thinking taking a step back and being like you know what i only see this person in a single aspect of their life yeah i have absolutely no idea what's going on outside of work so i'm gonna like you said take it with some grace see the bright side and just like kind of remember that you know you're gonna go through it too and you'll probably be short with someone and right hopefully they have the same understanding i also think in situations like that it's important to take things objectively Mm -hmm. and not so much emotionally Mm -hmm. because for people like us who are very empathetic and can sense when things are off, sometimes when someone's not responding to us, immediately that's kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. they have a problem with me yes. or like there's there's yeah. tension in this relationship. Yep. But that's not always true. Like like you said, they're, they could be going through things in their personal life that are making it a little bit harder for them to mm-hmm. respond or focus on work. Mm-hmm. And... So I guess in those situations, it's better to look at it as, okay, I'm not taking this as they don't like me as a person, but something else is off and we need to get to the bottom of like, okay, why is this situation off? Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I guess in a situation where they're not as responsive, that one's a little bit more difficult, but I mean, taking feedback from other people, sometimes people, there's certain people who may not deliver information in a way that mm-hmm. makes you feel, yeah. I don't know, just good. Like pe- yeah. pe- people love to hear good things, but sometimes hearing feedback, especially negative feedback is, is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so in those situations, you have to remember that at the end of the day, we're here for a job and to serve our clients. Mm-hmm. And we need to be able to talk through these things without getting emotional about them. So just recognizing that feedback does not always mean I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't always mean, especially in this position, like feedback, maybe even from a client, does mm-hmm. not always mean you're bad at your job. Or like yes. you, this is like a personal attack on you. Because um, I feel like sometimes when I get bad feedback from a client, I'm like, 
I'm just not it's just not clicking I'm not getting it like yeah I'm not showing them like my tr- best and it's just like they don't like me and like yeah. they like are gonna tell like management to switch me and like not have me as their writer anymore yeah um but yeah it's just ultimately I feel like with feedback too you have to think that that feedback ultimately is bringing you to like the best scenario or mm-hmm. like the best product um and it's just part of the process mm-hmm. it's yeah. nothing personal like you were yeah. saying yeah um as you were talking about strength finders so lily and i are relatively newer mm-hmm. so we never did the um like not focus groups but like the like the workshop the workshops mm-hmm. with the strength finders people so do you have any background of like how that has helped you guys as a group or like what you guys did in those that maybe could be transferred to other organizations or mm-hmm. businesses? Yeah, it was like a workshop where we brought the whole team together and had two women from, um, they're just kind of like the experts in strength finders. Mm-hmm. And they did like some different breakout groups with us and kind of talked through what all of our results were. Um, and it was really interesting in those conversations kind of learning especially like I'm remembering the dev team because Angie and Tim have very like I think similar ways that their brain works but it's like opposite from each other so like she's very much like the rebel like she wants to break things and then fix them again and like kind of try new things and be able to you know make things work by a little bit more like experimenting mm-hmm. but Tim is very like straightforward and he wants things to be done in a certain way and sometimes they can like bump heads through yeah. that but they're both like trying to achieve the same goal so yeah. I think hearing them talk about that was really interesting and then Rachel is like the peacemaker and she yes. like just wants everything <laughs> to like be calm and collected between the two of them so it's fun seeing how that like kind of comes out in a team that's obviously very good at what they do yeah yeah and knowing that they're all very different at Mm -hmm. how they do it but I feel like they have found a way to really like you know work together and like find where all of the pieces fit from each of them Mm -hmm. which is why strength minders is really cool because it's not just like this is what you're good at and this is what you're bad at it's strengths they're all strengths and you might have some on the lower end and some on the higher end but it doesn't mean that like you don't have them at all so like we (laughs) made notes of some of our lower end ones yeah (laughs) that interview question of like what is your biggest weakness Uh, yeah Mm. it's like uh do i really have to talk about it yeah so it's like these aren't necessarily things that we don't have in ourselves but Mm -hmm. they're just a lot harder for us to kind of muster and they Mm -hmm. don't come as naturally to us so I think all of us had command (laughs) yeah as like one of our (laughs) least prominent strengths yeah so we are just we're not the take charge girlies no (laughs) we are the followers we are accepting that we are the followers yes which I think is interesting because in especially interviews or like positions of power you're like yes I want to be portrayed as the leader like Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that these people know that I can take charge when needed but there are so many followers there are more followers than leaders just based on (laughs) yeah you gotta got more followers yeah um and so accepting is the first step (laughs) (laughs) like it took me a while honestly to be like you know what I do not make decisions well like to have the decision be completely and 100% my own is very hard for me to be confident in. Mm-hmm. And that's just something I struggle with. Yeah. 
and that's okay because it doesn't mean that like that's necessarily like it's not that you can't do it it's just something you have to work a little bit harder at making it a part of like who you are Mm -hmm. um because i definitely don't prefer to take on roles like that but i've definitely entered roles like that before just because no one else was willing to step up so i'm like all right fine i'll do (laughs) it and it doesn't mean that i'm bad at it but i'm not like I'm not the confident, like take charge, yeah. like bring yeah. everyone, like rally everyone around me kind of person. I'm like, I'm gonna support you. Yes. And I'm yeah, I'm gonna do what you need me to do. But yeah. yeah, listen to your instructions. Yes. So when we're in situations where we have to take charge, or any of our other weaknesses, like situations where we recognize, okay, this maybe isn't our strongest suit. You have to be. I think you have to be really intentional about okay, I recognize that this isn't my my best quality mm-hmm. and figure out a way to still tackle it. So yeah. whether that be trying to work with other people who can help fill in those gaps, mm-hmm. which is literally being a team. Like that's the definition yes. of being a team. It's <laughs> yeah. like taking each other's strengths and weaknesses and coming together to create something great. So yes. I think... Um, when we're aware of those weaknesses, it's much easier to oh, yeah. find success because yeah. you can easily find someone else who is better at what you're maybe mm-hmm. not so good at. So I don't know, something to think about. Oh yeah. yeah. That's for sure. I think ideation, is that how you say? Yes. Ideation was also one of my lower ones. And I wrote in all caps in my notes, I am not an ideas person <laughs> because I'm not, I'm a details person. Yeah. So it's like, I love people that are idea people because we need them mm-hmm. and like I need their creativity and like the way that they're so passionate about what they are their ideas are. Yeah. And then the same thing where it's like, okay, idea person, I'll follow you. I got you. I can do the things that you need me to do and actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not coming up with the ideas because it's just not where my strengths lie. And yeah. like I know my strengths lie in like executing things, like yep. making things actually get to the finish line, mm-hmm. being organized while I'm doing it. But I'm not going to be the person that's like, brainstorming yeah right yeah the late night thinking right and I love that (laughs) there are people out there that do that because they're important but I I know that that's not me and I'm not gonna pretend like it's me yeah exactly (laughs) I think that's a good point though that like how you said we need people like that like you can say that about any strength like we need people like that so no matter what your strengths are, what you feel even your weaknesses are, like we need people like you to keep the whole machine running. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not any strength or weakness that's more important. Mm-hmm. And so just to remember that like they're all part of the puzzle and like mm-hmm. in your organization or your agency. Yeah. You need everyone to keep it going. That's a hundred percent true because in strength finders there's what 34 mm-hmm. like yeah. strengths that you can like rank for yourself. And looking at everyone on the team, like, a lot of mine at the top are, like, relationship building and, like, executing. And then all the ones at the bottom are influencing Mm -hmm. and, like, strategic thinking. Yeah. And then there's people here that are totally opposite. Yeah. And all of their strategic thinking is at the top. And that, like, it just makes so much sense for why we're able to, like, keep functioning. Because if we were all (laughs) relationship builders, like 
we wouldn't get anything There'd done. There'd be a lot no. of crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be just trying to take care of each other. Yes. Yeah. And, like, we need people that are like, nope, I just want to look at the strategy. I just show me, like, the data. And yes. I will work with it. And leave me alone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great point. Ignorance is not bliss here. It's so important to know who you are and know your strengths and weaknesses so then you can better fit into your piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um. And don't be afraid or ashamed of what your results are. Like, I feel like sometimes people go into a a personality test and they're like, I want to be this person. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the first boundary you got to overcome. Like, you don't want... Who you are is going to come out, like, no matter what, even if it's something... So if it's something you want to be, work towards that. Mm -hmm. You know, use your personality test to do different exercises or resources to kind of build those weaker areas just like push yourself out of your comfort yes. zone and it's like don't put yourself in a box like yeah i think that's a place that people get stuck with personality mm-hmm. tests is like and i definitely did too because i love personality tests. <laughs> yes. and same thing like i would always go into it like oh i want to be this like adventurous person yes. this extroverted person and like yeah. the fun one like for some reason that was always the draw mm-hmm. and i'm like the anxious one and the yes. one that yes. cares about like the tiny little details and but it's like the older that i'm getting is like the more i'm realizing how important those things are too yeah and so it's definitely don't take it as like this is all you are because generally mm-hmm. personality tests like Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, Strength Finders, all of them are not trying to put you in a box like it's easy to like put out little like headlines about this is what a type this is and this is what this type is like but we're humans that encapsulate all of the types like for yeah. anything mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of like what we're more naturally geared towards versus what we're not but that doesn't mean we can't try harder to be things yeah. that are not our natural instinct and that's yeah. okay for it not to be natural but it doesn't mean you just rule it out as like oh well I'm not that person and yeah. I guess I can't be like that like it's yeah. really up to you I feel like that's what's so important is sometimes when you take a personality test you're stuck in the oh well it's just who I am yep like yeah exactly mm-hmm. you you have now that you recognize your strengths and weaknesses you can actively work towards mm-hmm. changing some of those parts of your personality like yeah you just have to be intentional about it and be a little uncomfortable yeah get uncomfortable that is the biggest takeaway i hate it but <laughs> get uncomfortable it's the worst but do it yes <laughs> You'll become better for it. Yes. And you'll feel so much better after you do it. Yeah, for sure. And that makes a better team. A team that's aware of each other, aware of yourselves. Like, it allows you to be more honest with each other, which helps people work better in general. Yes. For some reason, um, the song The Climb by Miley Cyrus is coming to mind. It's all about the climb. Do you want to sing it? Yeah. I (laughs) I was really trying to think of what it was like, and I'm like, it's the climb. <laughs> yeah, that was that's beautiful. the only part I remember. Uh, so clearly, you need to revisit, do a little more research on yeah. the, <laughs> the climb lyrics. Yeah. She's a fake Miley fan. <laughs> Every podcast episode, I'm just being called a fake fan. Or yeah, something. yeah. This is the second time I've called you a fake fan. Yeah, I'm. Re- I want to apologize. I recognize that that is a weakness of mine, and that I call you out. And I'm gonna work. I on need it. to be called out, but not for That's being a true. fake fan of other things because 
My cat is still named Chandler. <laughs> yeah, from Chandler Bing. But anyway, key takeaways. Understanding, being supportive of everyone's personalities, knowing that they're all a part of the puzzle, and getting out of your comfort zone. Yes. Those are the key things that we'd like you to take away from this podcast. So thank you for listening. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and at towermarketing.net. Feel free to like, subscribe, comment. Yes, Miss Lily? Um, I was going to say, uh, I think we're getting Spotify in the works. Oh. So if you listen on Ooh. Spotify, yes. you should be able to find us on there soon too. Yes. So get excited. Big things are happening when the content queens take over. That's right. Absolutely. 2023. It's a new year. Yes. It's a new podcast. Yes. Kind of. We're still... It's still time. Same name. <laughs> at, the, at the core, we're the same, but... Thank you, Marissa, for coming on the podcast. We will definitely have you back. Absolutely. To talk about all things. Yeah. All the things. Um, yeah. So new podcast episode comes out every last Thursday of the month. Um, so until the next one, we hope you have a great first day of spring. Ooh, Ooh. Spring yes. is coming. Get We're outside. so excited. Yes. We can sunshine. leave the office and it's still light out. We love that. Seasonal depression. Who is gone? She's gone. She's out of here. Regular depression is back. Yes. <laughs> back to your regular scheduled programming. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.